At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH icon. Don't forget, NASH FM 106.1, ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Take the show with you anywhere on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, and, of course, our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base. We're on all podcasting platforms. On the program today, Mike Scarborough joins us on the program at 435 this afternoon. 525 is when we have Glenn Gilbo of uh, Outkick.com. Uh, and we're out of here at 545 this afternoon. 
uh, to make way for UNO basketball. So, again, it's going to be a quick show. Uh, but uh, we've got some really good guests to talk about, again, the main topic that, that is today, and that is LSU's hiring of, of, uh, of, um, of a brand-new uh, head football coach. And, of course, we'll also talk a little bit about what happened last night with the uh, Pelicans, which i got to tell you right now, uh, is their best game of the season, bar none, beating the Clippers last night. Best game of the season, bar none. Four quarters of, again, the best basketball they played all season long. Uh, they are three of their last four on that road trip, winning two of three. Uh, and I'm not saying they're turning this thing around, but I'm saying they're playing better basketball than they played all season long right now. Uh, so give them a lot of credit. We'll talk about that as we go forward as well. But the big story today is, is Brian Kelly. And uh, Brian Kelly coming over to LSU from Notre Dame uh, as the next head coach of the LSU Tigers. Uh, we talked a lot extensively yesterday about, again, all these candidates, especially when Lincoln Riley uh, went to uh, USC. Um, still no real definitive information. And I'm hoping, again, the guys today that we have can give us some of that information on whether LSU actually offered a contract to Lincoln Riley and, uh, and, and he balked and went to USC. Or is this a situation where Scott Woodward had his guy all along and it was, again, the media, social media, those that felt like, again, they were insiders uh, that continued to be able to put out information on the candidates they thought were going to be the next head coach at LSU. And I can tell you right now, I didn't see this one coming. I mean, I talked about this yesterday when Brian Kelly's name was made, was brought up. And, and I said, why do you leave Notre Dame? I mean, it's just not a program you walk away from. They're on the cusp of possibly getting into a, uh, the Final Four and having a chance to play for a national championship. You, you, don't, you don't just don't do it. I mean, again, you don't walk away from Notre Dame. Uh, the prestige, uh, the, 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 the national brand, uh, you know, just doesn't happen. And, uh, you know, again, Brian Kelly now landed at Baton Rouge this afternoon uh, to a big fanfare, and uh, he's the next head coach uh, at LSU. Look, we're still learning about Scott Wood, right? Yes, he has the, the reputation as, an, as I say, big name hunter. A lot of people say big game hunter. I say big name hunter because that's what he is, right? He delivered with Kim Mulkey. Okay, nobody saw that one coming. Nobody, look, no one saw that one coming. It was a perfect storm, though, right? Um, um, Mulkey had problems with the administration at Baylor. There were some things that she wanted. It wasn't happening. And, and, and ultimately, again, the, the, there was that window there where Scott Woodward stepped in and had, her, and had an opportunity, again, for the Hammond native, uh, one of the greatest coaches in the history of, college, of women's college basketball, an Olympian, a champion, to be able to come back to Louisiana and coach at LSU. Of course, she had ties to LSU with her son playing baseball there. You know I mean? So it was a perfect fit. But nobody saw it coming. Nobody saw Kim Mulkey on, on the horizon here. Jay Johnson, okay, he was hired as the LSU baseball coach. But remember, there were leaks of big names throughout, the, again, the whole process to be able to take Maneri's place. And, again, look, taking Maneri's place, right? Talking, you're talking about, again, a, a guy that, that won a national championship. You're, you're talking about, again, one of the most prestigious programs uh, in, the, in the history of college, ba college baseball. Uh, and, look, the, whether those names, whether they turned down Woodward and LSU or, or not, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really matter at this point because Woodward went in another direction. And since the hiring at LSU of Jay Johnson, it looks like he's the real deal. We won't know. And I've said this before over and over again. We won't know until the Tigers take the diamond and, the, and again, over time, whether he was the right selection or not. But right on paper, number one, number one recruiting class, everything else you look at it, you say, man, this is the Jay Johnson could be the next Skip Burtman. And, and I mean, that's all you got to say, right? Could be the next Skip Burtman. 
And then it was yesterday, LSU Nation in, in, in a frenzy when, when Lincoln went to USC and that Woodward has missed out on his big name for the football program because nobody could figure it out at that point. Well, who's it going to be? Jimbo's not leaving Texas A&M. Dabo's not leaving Clemson. Could Nick Saban, with that, with that remarks that he made to the Alabama faithful a week and a half ago about them, again, not, uh, not, not understanding, again, how great it is to be, a, a, to be an Alabama football fan right now? You know, the same speech he gave to LSU fans before he left for, for Miami. Shortly after that, he left for Miami, again, about being spoiled. And, and, and maybe, again, there was an end around there where Woodward would we, we go back to, again, the Nick Saban, and Nick Saban would come home. No, that wasn't coming. That wasn't happening. Okay, that wasn't happening. Okay? But what he did was he delivered. He delivered exactly what he said he was going to do. Uh, somebody could stabilize the program, a big name that, that again, could recruit nationally. Um, you look at everything that, again, box that he was looking for, and Brian Kelly checked that box. He delivered. And, and, and the guy is a mass that, that he brought in has a mass 263 wins, okay? In 12 years at Notre Dame, he's 113 and 40. He's the winningest coach in Notre Dame history, okay? The, the storied Notre Dame history. He's the winningest coach in Notre Dame history over the last 12 years. One title game appearance, two college football playoff appearances. Oh, by the way, he beat uh, Les Miles and Ed Ogeron in bowl games. So he beat them both in bowl games. Both guys, again, have won national championships at LSU. And, and he walks away from Notre Dame, as I mentioned earlier, as the sixth-ranked team in the nation and could be higher this week. And then after, again, the national after the championship games this week, uh, not national, but championship games this week, conference championship games, Notre Dame could be in the mix. They could be in the final four, okay? The Irish are still alive for a playoff spot. Literally, when you, talk, when you say the name Brian Kelly, you see he's a guy that has won at every place he has been. And he has left every program that he walked away from for another job in better shape than when he arrived. He's a national recruiter. He's a stabilizing force. He's one of the best college football coaches on the planet. And that's the truth. Okay? Two games that, again, LSU took on Notre Dame in the bowl games. LSU was supposed to wipe the floor with Notre Dame. Notre Dame uh, beat, beat LSU in both. He's an, uh, as I mentioned, he's not Les Miles. He's not Ed Ogeron. No, he's got legitimate credentials as he takes over the LSU Tiger program. Okay? He wasn't the third choice. He wasn't the backup. I'm not sure he was the backup choice or not, but he wasn't like the third choice where you're scrambling and you say, oh, no, everybody else has turned us down. Let's turn to Les Miles from Oklahoma State. What? Who? What? Huh? Some guy that eats grass? What? Wait a minute, everybody turned us down. Let's go to Ed Ogeron, who again uh, failed at, at Ole Miss, did a decent job as an interim job interim, uh, at USC, and is a Louisiana native, has never been a coordinator, but let's give him the job. No, there was no fall. If, that's, if, if Brian Kelly is your fallback, Kyer, you're doing pretty damn good. You're doing pretty damn good. Scott Woodward delivered the big name and the credentials to back up that name, and that's the key there. Now, Kelly's going to receive a 10-year, $95 million contract. Now, there are incentives in that contract. So, again, it could go higher. And, look, we know what the incentives would be, right? SEC championships, national championships, because that's what this is about here. 
You know, again, this, you're not playing for the Outback Bowl. Uh, again, with all due respect to the Sugar Bowl, that's a nice bowl. And, it's, again, it's a, it, 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 if, if you're having a, a season where you don't get to a national championship as an LSU, it's great to be home and to play in the Sugar Bowl. No, no, we're talking about the national championship. We're talking about the national championship. That's, again, what, what LSU sites are on. And that's what these incentives are about. They could push him over the top. He walks into a program where the talent pool is outstanding, and that's been proven this year with all the issues that this program has had. They still won six games. They, they still, again, uh, uh, beat some big-time programs, and they did it with, again, a lame-duck coach halfway through the season that you know he wasn't going to be around. Between injuries, guys that defected in the transfer portal, just even the young players that got an opportunity to play. And I talked about this yesterday. A blessing in disguise because all these young players that had an opportunity to play this year that probably wouldn't have played until maybe next year or the year after, those guys got time on, on, on task now. They were, they're on the field. So they're going to be better and further along than, again, maybe they would have been. So believe me, let me say this right now, okay? The cupboard is far from bare for, for, for a, a guy like Brian Kelly that comes into LSU. This proven winner is exactly what LSU program need. There's no doubt about it. He's a stabilizing force. He has the ability to recruit nationally. He has contacts across the country in high schools everywhere from sea to shining sea. And there's a reason why. Notre Dame had to recruit nationally, okay? Uh, they just do. That's a national program. It's a different type of athlete that goes to Notre Dame as well. Look, one thing I know he'll do, he'll deliver the big lineman that Louisiana lacks. And that was one of the things that when I talked about Luke Fickle as a possibility. Let me tell you something. Luke Fickle's a nice coach, but he ain't Brian Kelly. Okay? He ain't Brian Kelly. And I was willing to say, okay, Luke Fickle is an up-and-coming coach. No, no. Brian Kelly, again, has a proven track record. But he's going to be able to bring in those big linemen, offense and defensive linemen, that we just don't grow here in Louisiana. And, again, that, that to go along with the deep athletic talent that we do grow in Louisiana. No, again, look. He's not from Louisiana or the South, but neither was Nick Saban. All this chatter on social media about how's he going to fit Louisiana, easy. He wins. He wins. That's it. You win. You'll fit just fine. Nobody knew who Nick Saban was when he left Michigan State. Nobody knew, again, how, how, how he was going to be in terms of, again, the greatest coach in the history of college football. That started at LSU. He fit in just fine down South. Kelly's organized, he's driven, and he's afraid of the SEC. And that's another part of this, of this puzzle here. Not afraid of the SEC West or Alabama. Like some coaches, LSU was rumored to be pursuing. It's pretty obvious. Again, you've got you to have some stones to want to get into the SEC and, and, and play in the SEC West. So again, there are no gimmies. He could stay at Notre Dame, and I talked about this yesterday. What, dabbling with the ACC? Come on, okay? I mean, you're gonna, we're going to win, and you're going to win big. And you're going to have a chance every single year. You're going to go 10-1. You're going to go 9-2. You're going to have a chance for a national championship every year. Just with the name Notre Dame, right? But he left it all behind to, to come into, again, the toughest conference in the toughest division in all of college football. And he did this with Title IX violations hanging over the head of the program and, and the university. Well, again, you look, again, for a stabilizing force. He's got a spotless record. Okay, and my guess is, again, and I mean this uh, tongue in cheek, but then in, in the next breath, I don't. My guess is, as a happily married man, he won't be chasing co-eds either, which is, again, with the problem with the last two head coaches, chasing co-eds. 
Okay, guys that, again, chasing girls, that they could be their grandfathers. I don't think we have to worry about that with Chip Kelly even at 60. He wants to win a national championship, and he's in the right place to do it. Look, I asked the question yesterday. Why, why would Kelly leave Notre Dame for anywhere? I mean, they've got the schedule, the prestige of Notre Dame, the national recruiting base. I mean, it just didn't seem possible to me. He wasn't even on my radar. Are you kidding me? But LSU is just not another college job, and that's been proven. Miles won a national championship at LSU. Ed Ogeron won a cha- national championship at LSU. And the legend of Nick Saban was born on the bayou. After settling for, again, the third choice for the last two hires, you got to give Scott Woodward a tremendous amount of credit. He got a legitimate college football Hall of Fame coach. And I mean, he will be in the College Football Hall of Fame, okay, to take a head coaching position with everything that's swirling around this program right now. There's no doubt he got his big-name coach and the credentials to back it up. But that's, again, what you're looking for with a guy like Scott Woodward. They now have an athletic director at LSU that delivers. There's no doubt in my mind that, again, that, uh, that LSU is in good hands with Woodward right now. And, and nobody can deny that based on, again, the short sample size here, based on what he's done in his short tenure in Baton Rouge. Mulkey, Johnson. And now Kelly. LSU is in good hands with Scott Woodward. Now, let me say this before we we close. Kelly wants Marcus Freeman to be his defensive coordinator. Now, Marcus Freeman last year chose Notre Dame over LSU. Uh, Again, when when O desperately needed a defensive coordinator to stabilize, uh, again, the, the program at the end of last season. At that time, Freeman said he chose Notre Dame over LSU because his family was comfortable up north and that he didn't want to move down south. I said it wasn't about the region. It was about the stability of the program. You see, O was expected was on the hot seat and was going to be fired by the end of the season. He didn't turn things around. Exactly what transpired. Now Freeman finds himself faced with the same decision once again. Does he make the move to LSU with Kelly, or do you stay at Notre Dame hoping that, again, the next um, uh, coaching staff uh, will, will, will pick him up as the, as the defensive coordinator, or as some at Notre Dame are, are politicking for right now, that he becomes the next head coach at Notre Dame? Stay tuned, okay? But it's reported that LSU and Kelly are offering him a huge bag, okay, to be able to move down to Baton Rouge. So we'll see again if he's willing to be able to pick up his family and move down south. The other thing is I've been talking about the transfer portal for the last uh, few weeks now. Uh, You know, again, don't worry about transfer portals both ways. It's a little bit different with Notre Dame now. I'm not sure how how many Golden Domers are going to follow Kelly to LSU. Notre Dame's a different type of program. Okay, they're a program that recruits a, f- a football player with a high academic scores. And, and, and again, these players go to Notre Dame because they want to be part of the Irish. They want to be part of, again, the lore of Notre Dame, the history of Notre Dame football. So any player that transfers from Notre Dame to LSU at this point, I would consider Lanyard because that's a different job. That's a different place. And that's a different athlete that is being recruited there. Uh, again, that, that's more about, again, Notre Dame than, again, the, anything else with these kids that go play at Notre Dame. So we'll see how it plays out. But, again, kudos to Scott Woodward. Big name Hunter got his man. We'll be right back. New Orleans country, 106.1 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans privateers basketball. 
Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes, in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA tournament. All season long, set sail with the UNO Privateers on New Orleans Country 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Vicks Vapo Bath and Vicks Vapo Shower. Unwind from your daily routine with Vicks Vapo Bath or Vicks Vapo Shower and let those soothing Vicks Vapors help you relax. <sighs> Enjoy a Vicks Vapo moment wherever you choose. Look for Vicks Vapo Bath and Vicks Vapo Shower in a store near you. Delays remain heavy if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling along the westbound side along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Delays are solid on 10 eastbound from Loyola to the airport. Also look out for delays that are steady on 10 westbound from clear right around Clearview. Also look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling along the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. And delays remain steady if you're traveling along 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Where can I get a nice cold beer and a view of the hottest girls in town? Nowhere else but Visions Men's Club serving $2 beer all day and all week long. Beat the heat and inflation at Visions on Dalman Road, where all the smart locals go. Your bachelor party headquarters open from 11 a.m. until the cock crows. Traffic is brought to you by Visions Men's Club, serving $2 beer all day and all week long. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. 
Restoval Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Restoval Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays. That's Restoval Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 545 this afternoon, leading right into UNO basketball. Uh, Mike Scarborough will join us at about 435. Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com will join us at around 525 this afternoon. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. Hey, look, we're right in that, that we're in that flip-flop type of uh, uh, season now. AC one day, heater the next. Uh, so, again, you got to make sure that both units are working efficiently. And, and, and honestly, again, when it comes to your heating system, then it's working safely. You don't want to take a chance. Nobody wants to take a chance. When, again, it's a simple deal to call out Burkhart, have them come in, do a thorough cleaning of your system, test the system, make sure everything's working properly. You don't need to have to deal with a fire or carbon monoxide pro, pro, uh, uh, carbon monoxide issue within your home or your business. Uh, look, Burkhart will come out, one of 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. You have to sit home all day waiting on the AC guy to show up. Whether it's your air conditioning system or your heating system, they'll get it working in, in, in top-notch, uh, tune that up for you. And, of course, uh, have you, again, in the peace of mind, especially during these winter months, of knowing that your heating system uh, is, has been thoroughly inspected by a professional. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Still waiting on the, uh, on the um, injury report for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, tomorrow is a walkthrough for the Saints, and then on Thursday they play the Dallas Cowboys in the Dome. Uh, for Dallas, today was a walkthrough, and they're, on, they're, they're traveling to New Orleans tomorrow. So they get one less practice day than, than the Saints. Now, remember, both teams played on Thursday night on Thanksgiving. Uh, but, again, Omari Cooper looks like he may be out. He's been in the COVID-19 protocol for the last couple of weeks. Uh, again, he did not participate in the walkthrough today, which normally signals a, pro, a player will not play, and he has not been cleared by the NFL yet to be able to, be able to play. Now, maybe that's a last-minute decision, putting him on the field. But let me tell you something. This is going to be a tough test for the, the, the defensive backfield of the New Orleans Saints when you talk about the Dallas Cowboys and the weapons that they have. So, again, don't think for a second that uh, the Saints are not going to have their hands full. Now, again, no word on, on, on Taysom Hill. Uh, Peyton was noncommittal about, again, whether he was going to be the starting quarterback or not. And, look, why would he say anything? You know, we, we all know that if, if, if Taysom is playing, and if he's going to play uh, despite that plantar fascia situation with his foot, uh, he's got to be a mobile running quarterback. And we knew going into this season that if ultimately something happened to James Winston, they would change the system to fit the strengths and the attributes of Taysom Hill. So that means, again, more of a running style offense. And i got to be honest with you, I've been saying this for weeks now. It's unfortunate between the concussion and the foot injury that that Taysom has not had a chance to get under center. I don't know if he's the answer. I'm going to be honest. I do not know if he's the answer. But I do know that he gives this team the best chance to win because of his ability to be able to run the football. And if he, again, is a two-read and, and go guy, in other words, first read, second read, not there, take off and run, it is only going to help these pedestrian, big lot, garbage receivers that the Saints have to be able to get open. And that's been an issue all season long against man-to-man coverage. So hopefully, this is an opportunity to see Taysom, uh, again, displaying what his best attributes are as a quarterback. And this is his, look, this is his audition. 
This is his audition for next season to see if he's going to play any quarterback for this team that's going to be jack of all trades. He's under contract. So it's not a question saying, oh, please, Taysom, don't leave New Orleans. He got 40 million reasons why to stay and maybe 95 million reasons, again, if he can play quarterback. But we'll see. Right now, the Saints desperately need him, desperately need him at the quarterback position because, as I mentioned, the ball touches his hands every single play. Now, hopefully he makes the right decisions once he gets the ball in his hands. All right, we'll take a quick break. We come back. Going to be joined by Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com. We're talking Brian Kelly. We're talking LSU. Stick around, New Orleans. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory & Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Searching for the absolute perfect engagement ring? Fisher & Sons Jewelers will make your search an easy one. More than ever in today's world, this purchase will be a special one. Fisher & Sons Jewelers will design and create the ring that will always be her heart link to you and to a future of love. Start your future with Fisher & Sons Jewelers, where the unusual is commonplace. Fisher & Sons Jewelers in Metairie. It's Macy's Friends and Family with our biggest savings on gifts they'll love. Get an extra 30% off brands that rarely go on sale with your coupon or Macy's card. And snag 15% off fragrances, skincare, makeup, and more stocking stuffers. Plus shop daily flash deals while supplies last. Going on now at Macy's. 
and get contact-free curbside pickup or pickup in-store today. Details at Macy's.com slash pickup. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. As a dentist, I know what my patients are saying during times when they really can't speak. Mm-hmm. She says her gums are irritated. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you can do? Absolutely. You can try New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. Mm-hmm. Yep, New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. It detoxifies below the gum line to restore your gums back to health in just seven days. Exactly. Healthy gums, healthy mouth. New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. Healthy, beautiful smiles for life. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating in the Market for a Generator. Burkhardt's got you covered. Generator Sales and Service is their business. First of all, to sit down with you a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator, uh, and then uh, they'll put you on the calendar for a single-day install, whether that's your business or your home. Of course, at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, uh, uh, they have uh, financing that's available for your generator. And, of course, the new install quality check after one month. They do that with everything they, they install for you. It's part of their customer service pledge. And then there's 24-7, 365 emergency service for generators. Folks, you're not going to beat that. And then all the parts you need in the warehouse, uh, in their warehouse in Mandeville. So, again, look, there's no excuses. It breaks down on you, they'll fix it for you. And then, of course, if you utilize that generator over 100 hours during the last storm season and you got to get it checked out by a professional, Burkhardt can do that for you, too. Generator, generator sales and service, it's Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. All right, joining us in the program from Tiger Bait uh, is Mike Scarborough. Mike, how are you, my friend? I'm glad to be with you. I'm good to be with you, Eric. I'm here. Mike, i got to tell you, man, uh, I didn't see it coming. I mean, <laughs> You, look, you could have knocked me over with a feather yesterday when, when after I ended the show, and again, Brian Kelly's name, name started started uh, popping up. I mentioned yesterday on the program when again the name was was kind of floated out there. Why would he leave Notre Dame? Uh, you know, it's Notre Dame. It's a national program. He's playing an a- ACC schedule. Okay, on top of again, he picks and chooses the national play- national players that he want he wants to play. Uh, he's almost guaranteed a playoff spot every single year at Notre Dame. Uh, the tradition of Notre Dame. Coaches don't leave Notre Dame, okay? They either get fired or they retire. Uh, but yet, Woodward got his man. Your thoughts? I just uh, did an interview that I'm about to uh, show, uh, put up on Tiger Bait with uh, Mike Frank with uh, Irish Illustrated. And he was telling me right off, the, uh, right off the bat that he believes the reason that, you know, certainly there's a lot of money being thrown around. But he, leaves the, he believes the bigger reason why he left Notre Dame is that Notre Dame is going to have big trouble with the transfer portal um, because of the way the school and the university is struck, uh, constructed as far as uh, the curriculum and the, uh, uh, the way that you have to start as a freshman and go through your classes, that it is not conducive for the transfer portal. Uh, being able to fill your roster with uh, kids transferring into your program is sophomores or juniors and picking up where they need to be in the classroom. And he, he, they, they're really worried about it. And then, and, and because of that, and, he's, and when they lose uh, their, their starting punter to punt at Alabama, uh, they, they, can't, they can't go out and replace them. So while, while schools like LSU are looking forward to the 25 plus seven rule this year, uh, that, that, that's going to be a big issue for Notre Dame 
when they get uh, have kids uh, getting pilfered from their roster now that we're, we're basically dealing with uh, free agency in college football. Wow, that, that is interesting. I've never heard that. Uh, that's a first. All right, you've been plugged yeah, in yeah, on, on uh, this situation. Now, now, you know, Eric, what we're looking at now is Logan Diggs from right there in New Orleans. They're still right. running back. You know, does he follow Brian Kelly to Baton Rouge? You know, LSU recruited him, uh, offered him late, mm-hmm. uh, got in on, in on him too late. Uh, I think they probably had a number problem issue. But if Kieran Davis-Price go, goes out and, and heads off to the NFL, Logan Diggs right. will transfer in and probably be LSU's best running back right off the bat. Hmm. Unreal. Unreal. I had mentioned earlier, because of the academic standards, because of, again, Notre Dame and the type of athletes that, that they recruit, that, again, the transfer portal may, may not be as wide open for, for, for LSU as maybe, again, pill, pulling, pilfering another coach from another university because it is different. Uh, and, and a lot of guys go to Notre Dame because they want to be a Golden Domer. Okay, there's a prestige to that. Uh, but that, that, that's interesting. Again, I never thought about it the other way. That when they lose a pro, a player, it's hard to get them in because of the academic standards. Yeah, it, but it's it's not. It, I don't know that it's necessarily. It it, it can be where a, a kid is transferring in or wants to transfer in, and he's got a three point oh. But and and I would need to know the ins and outs. But uh, right, you know, they're they're the way their semesters are set up, and 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 the order in which you take courses there. Uh, I, I don't know that it matches up and is conducive for people transferring in. Understood. Understood. Um, as, as I was getting ready to say earlier, um, you've been pretty plugged into the process. Straighten some tough stuff out for us. Was any other coach offered? Uh, they'll say Lincoln Riley was not tendered an offer. And to me, that's the famous. If you accept the LSU job, this is your offer. If you don't, if you're, if you don't accept the LSU job, you never got an offer. So See in essence, saying? You think Lincoln was the first choice and, and Brian Kelly was the fallback? Well, and I guess that's what I'm getting to. It's entirely possible, possible that they'll be able to say that Brian Kelly was their first choice all along. Okay. I do know from a source that got it direct that they did pursue him uh, probably uh, very early on, five weeks ago, I, I think is probably about the time frame. Mm-hmm. And I was told then – that uh, LSU had talked to him, and Brian Kelly had told Scott Woodward no. And so I had Brian Kelly on my hot board early on. And I on all my shows, I said, unless mm-hmm. a, they go back in on Brian Kelly. In fact, I said, unless they go back in on Brian Kelly, I said it this weekend. Can they get, you know, and so, um, and then yesterday morning, I started hearing some stuff, and I, I reached out to it, and, and I, I Feel like we were probably first in the market to to say mm-hmm. that, that that there was it was it was, it was there were some serious moves going on with Brian Kelly. I reached out to our guys at that Irish Illustrated, and they were yes. they didn't know what was going on, and and so I dropped it on them. And within thirty minutes, he called me back and said, "Yeah, there's something happening here." And sure enough, uh, Pete Thamel, I guess what was that about six o'clock last night? It was done. Mm-hmm. Yep, right after I got off the air. Right after I got off the air was when it was broken. All right, let me ask some questions here. Uh, there are reports out there. Brody Miller's reporting that Corey Raymond uh, and Kevin Falk will, will be will be asked to, to, to stay on a new staff. Can you confirm that? Yeah, uh, that, that seems to be what everybody's saying. Now, the, the only question I have is Kevin Falk definitely the, 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 the running backs coach, or is he just going to be an analyst? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know that yet. 
any other members of the staff that you think are going to be retained? There had been some talk about Durante Jones, but I know that he is, he is, Kelly is pursuing Marcus Freeman, who turned LSU down last year. Yeah, and see, and, and there's some scenarios there where, you know, Marcus Freeman replaced his defensive coordinator that Jimbo Fisher stole from him. And, you know, is, is, is you know, so, you know, Marcus Freeman is, is on the short list to, be, to, to, to get the, the Notre Dame job. But if he gets passed over, does he stay? And, you know, doing the research that we were doing for the coaching search, everything, everybody told me up there, uh, uh, Ohio people, that Luke Fickle's dream job was Notre Dame or Ohio State, that he would only leave Cincinnati for, for those two jobs. Well, here it is. And so that's Marcus Freeman's, you know, previous boss. Does he stick around there? Or, you know, he, he flat out said it when he got the Notre Dame job, his dream is eventually to be a one-day head coach. Does he go take the Cincy job? Or does he, you know, because, you know, one of the things I was told mm-hmm. yesterday when, when I started talking to guys at the Notre Dame site was that they felt that Brian Kelly, they thought that he was probably going to coach two or three more years and then he was going to retire. Okay. So does Marcus Freeman say, you know what, maybe my best move is to join Brian Kelly in Baton Rouge, and if he does decide to tire, you know, retire in, in – you know, sooner rather than later, you know, I mean, look, he's got a 10-year deal. He, right. I don't think anybody I mean, suspects he's walking away for nine points. He, what is it, 26 of the 30 uh, NFL coaches don't make as much as Brian Kelly? Yeah, but, you know, what's the likelihood 26 of 26 to 32, rather. Co- coaching that entire 10-year deal, right? Right. Yep. Uh, no, no, I get so it. As Marcus Freeman say, do, do I go to Baton Rouge? And, you know, I can almost be the heir apparent if we have success, or I could be the coach in waiting. And all of a sudden, I keep saying it, you know, maybe he ends up being the first African-American head football coach at LSU. Mm-hmm. Down the road. Um, interesting interesting. he turned LSU down last, last year because you and I talked about this. He said it was about family, not wanting to move to the south. I said it was about Ed Ogeron on the hot seat and the instability of, 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 the, of the program. That could be. Could be. Very much could be. And, and, and look, and don't think that coaches don't talk to other coaches. Sure. Don't, don't think that he didn't talk to uh, talk to some coaches that had been on Ed Orgeron's staff and say, man, this, this knucklehead uh, runs up and down the, uh, the the hallways with his shirts off beating on a bass drum with a mallet. Let's talk about the offensive coordinator. First, let me ask this question. Mickey Joseph, big recruiter also for LSU. Have you heard anything about him being retained? No, I mean, we got the Nebraska stuff. I uh, heard about the Nebraska stuff yesterday. Uh Mm-hmm. We'll see if he interviews. Um, I, 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 I know the Notre Dame folks don't think real highly of the wide receivers coach up there, and okay. not sure if he would be kept. Um, I, I know Tommy Reese, the uh, the offensive right. coordinator, is expected to come with him. Okay, so, now that's a question I do have. He's, uh, from what I understand, uh, I think it's uh, Pete Sampson that that just on uh, tweeted this out. They're offering Reese $400,000 more than anything that Notre Dame will offer him to stay. But you're talking about a guy that was a former Irish quarterback. So uh, handicap that for me. What do you think happens? Yeah, yeah, he's gone. Okay. (laughs) But but, but, but why would they be doing that? Are they offering him $400,000 than he's making now? Or why would they be offering him a spot on a future staff? Right. I mean, who, who do you know who you're hiring? 
Maybe that's the, that's not the guy he wants as his offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Sure. And by the way, sure. one conclusion I've come to through all this mm-hmm. and, and all today is in, in what we've seen and what this is doing a football season. And now Brian Kelly's leaving his team, and you know is, there's a scenario where they could maybe even be in the playoffs, and he's gone. No doubt, man. It's crazy. Uh, so you know what's got to happen. I, I, I seriously believe it. The early signing period's got to go. So you, as as much as that has been utilized, you think that's going to go? Now let me ask a question. You think that's good think or bad go. for college I football? I don't think it's going to go, but I think it should go. Okay. Don't you? Well, look, I, well, it makes it tough when, when again, when you have coaches that are. This is the time of year when coaches switch teams, and and it, it really turns things upside down in in terms of recruiting. You know, the for a recruit day. that again that you've, you've you've cast your lot with a university, and again the coach moves on. Uh, do you move on with the coach, or do you stick with the university? Now, look, look, the LSU's got some recruits this year, and you know it because you're closer than anybody. They are, they are LSU to the end, and they're not going anywhere, no matter who the coach is. But then you got others that, again, are looking to see who the coach is going to be before they recommit. I, I think the early signing period should go. I, I, I just do. Um, because then, then, you know what that does? Not only does it, 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 it stop all this firing coaches three or four weeks into the season, uh, but it also gives NFL coaches an opportunity to become college coaches. Because usually the, the coaching searches and the assistant hirings and all that would take place in, in, in after the coaches convention in, in early January. That's a great point. That's a great point. All right, let's, add, let, let's talk about defections, possible defections in this class, and, and maybe again – Guys that have entered the transfer portal that may come back. What do you think? Is Kelly a guy that can stabilize this situation with a guy Ed Ogeron, who was an incredible recruiter, and a lot of guys that are bailing because he's gone? Yeah, I, I, I think you know we'll see what uh, the running back from uh, Lake Charles Prep Citizen if he, you can get him back. I think he probably can. Um, uh, I, I think in short order we're going to start seeing some commitments start to happen. Uh, you know, Kelly will get introduced tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be anxious to see, you know, how quickly does he hit the road uh, and, and make some visits. Um, and and then what staff does he, you know, because that, that's going to be a tricky deal. Uh, LSU, uh, what is it, what are they saying? One SEC team, depending on how it falls out, might not have a bowl to go to, even, their, even right. though they're bowl eligible. Is that right? Yep, that's right. So, if, if you know. So if LSU's that team that gets left out, I don't know what the scenario is. I've been, I've been so deep in the coaching search. Right. Um, but it, but if they are bowl, if they are going to be in the bowl, and I saw a projection for the Independence Bowl yesterday against BYU. Um, mm-hmm. how, how do you juggle that? And, and, and so I, I don't know the ins and outs on that. I, I, I try to call somebody today. You know, do, I mean, are you having like one uh, group of, of, of staffers carryovers from the Orgeron uh, staff? Coaching for uh, you know on the field during the bowl, but then you have uh, Kelly's guys out recruiting, you know, and and how many can you actually have mm-hmm. guys considered staff, or is it only matters who's actually having contact with, with recruits? Right, right. What about the self? What about self-sanctioning for a second bowl year, in anticipation of possible sanctions from the NCAA? Yeah, I I haven't heard anything about that. I um. And that's just a question. I, 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 I was I, thrown I out there yesterday. I, I don't think they want to do that. I, Good I enough. Brad Davis that. sticking around. Again, they've made him the interim head coach. 
that he's thought of highly uh, in, around LSU circles. I mean, Brian Kelly, you ask him to come to LSU, you can't you know, you tell him, okay, you need to take this guy, this guy, and this guy to be able to fill out your staff, right? But at the same time, he needs guys that can recruit the South. I, I Yeah, I, I don't know. He's got a pretty salty offensive line coach, and, and that's what he's known for. And that's if you would have said, okay, if you can get anybody on this list not named Saban and, and Dabo and Ryan Day, and, uh, okay, which of these coaches are going to be the, the, the biggest Achilles heel for LSU as offensive linemen? Which of these uh, possible coaching candidates are going to mm-hmm. be the best for you finally having, uh, you know, decent offensive lines for yes. the years to come? Well, no doubt. you would have said Mario Cristobal and, and, and then probably Brian Kelly next, or maybe you can make an argument to uh, flip-flop them. But, um, <laughs> so I, I think he probably wants to bring his offensive line coach with him. Beautiful. But Mike, you've been all over this. I think you've done, he's done a great job throughout the, the entire um, uh, scenario, as always. Let the folks know about Tiger Bait because I keep telling everybody, this is not Tiger Bait from a few years ago. This is, again, Tiger Bait on every single platform out there. Tell us all about it. Yeah, TigerBait.com. Go check us out. I'm about to lo- load a really good in-depth interview with a, a Notre Dame guy to talk about personnel. Uh, which staff members he thinks going to come with them, what their strengths and weaknesses are, and, and a lot more. And um, our YouTube channel, LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait, we got two shows tonight. Uh, Preston Guy will do his show at 7, and then Buddy Sanji and I will go at 8 tonight. We moved our Wednesday night show to Tuesday, uh, so Beautiful. we don't conflict with LSU men's basketball tomorrow night, which uh, tomorrow night they said uh, Coach Kelly will uh, uh, be there at halftime and, and say some words to the crowd. So that, that's going to be an interesting uh, deal tomorrow. And I think they're giving one dollar tickets away for that. So, huh, really? Uh, that, that's going to be a pretty neat deal tomorrow night. But I'm wondering if he finishes his press conference and then he actually spends a few hours or, or multiple hours before he heads to the basketball game tomorrow night and actually goes see some recruits. Yeah, that would be a good thing. Got to stabilize the recruiting, no doubt. Mike, yep. congratulations. Great job as always. We'll talk next week, my friend. All right, Eric. Thanks for having me. Talk soon. At Scarborough Mike on Twitter. And, of course, uh, you got to check out the new program on YouTube as well. Uh, don't forget about my friend Dave Miet at Dave Miet Insurance. I keep telling you guys, look, this is a tough time for all of us, right? Uh, a lot of folks have put out money out of their own savings to be able to, again, make repairs on their homes. And they're looking to be able to get this money back from insurance companies. A lot of times you don't know where to turn. Uh, you need to turn to your insurance agent in a lot of cases to give you a guide you. Dave Miet is there for me. He'll be there for you. He's an independent insurance agent that searches over 50 companies to get you the best price for insurance for your needs. Again, regardless of the company. And, of course, when it comes to times like this, he doesn't disappear on you. Where, again, uh, you can't find him to be able to help you, again, with supplemental claims at all. So looking for a company you can trust, you're looking to save, call Dave. 504-556-0809. A one-stop shop website for you. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S agency.com. Set up an appointment at his office on Veterans Next to Shogun and find out what I found out in moving all my insurance to Dave Miet Insurance. Dave's got your back. So if you want to call, want to save, call Dave Miet at 556-0809. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. 
Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Dave Miette Insurance is a full-service, independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miette Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietteInsAgency.com. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Homecoming is back at Dillon University, and DU is taking on XU Friday at 5.30 at the Lakefront Arena. Dillon hosts Xavier and the Crescent City's oldest college rivalry. Pick your squad. Is it Girdtown or is it Gentilly? Friday at the Lakefront Arena. Get your tickets today at DillardBlueDevils.com. That's Dillard, B-L-E-U-Devils.com. D-U. All right, that's... Um... Hour number one is in the books. Hour number two is going to be a shortened hour. We'll get out of here at 545 for UNO basketball. But um, Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com will join us uh, at about 520. It's after the 520 break. I uh, want to thank uh, Mike Scarborough for joining us for the program. Uh, again, Chip Kelly. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Brian Kelly, the new um, head coach uh, at LSU. And uh, just a, just an incredible hire for, for Scott Woodward. Um, I mean, he checks every box. Uh, I'm shocked. I said it yesterday uh, when when his name was floated. I just didn't thought, why are you leaving Notre Dame? And then, of course, Mike had it today. He's worried about the transfer pool. He's worried about, again, uh, with, again, the, this being an opportunity for them to have college football free agency or college athletic free agency, that, that Notre Dame's going to be left at the altar here and they're not going to be able to get players in. But as I mentioned earlier today in my monologue, uh, it's a different type of athlete that goes to Notre Dame. It's just different. Uh, so, and, and, of course, a lot of those guys I don't think will bail on Notre Dame to come to LSU. Some will. Some will follow, some will follow uh, Brian Kelly wherever he goes. Um, it'll be interesting to see again how this plays out. And if Kelly can stabilize the recruiting class from this year coming out of Louisiana, that's going to be huge as well. That's why the retention of some of these assistant coaches means so much, uh, again, because they're the ones that are recruiting Okay, they're the ones that are in the living rooms and the, and, and the kitchens with the mamas and dads bringing those kids uh, to LSU. We'll see how it kind of plays out. Eric Asher with you until 545. We'll be right back.
Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Man, Eric Asher. 
Hour number two of Inside the Wallen 106.1 FM Nash Icon. I will disperse with the formalities and we'll jump right into it because we've got a shortened show this hour. Uh, we're out of here at 545 for our UNL basketball. Uh, so let's jump into it. First of all, the Saints uh, uh, Tuesday injury report is out. Marcus Davenport with a shoulder did not practice. Pass, uh, no with an ankle did not practice. Armstead with a knee and shoulder did not practice. Caden Ellis with a hamstring did not practice. Ryan Ramshack with a knee did not practice. Not good news. Alvin Kamara was limited today with a knee. Taysom Hill went full with a foot. Uh, he was talking to New Orleans media today and talking about the, flant, uh, the plantar fi- uh, fasciitis uh, situation that he has right now with the foot. It is a partial tear. He had mentioned that um, doctors told him it would be better with a full tear. Well, so again, I've said this since the beginning. This is all about his ability to be able to handle pain. If he can handle the pain, he can play. A lot of us have had this in. 99.99999% of us don't play professional sports. So can he handle the can he handle the pain? That's going to be the key to him starting off for quarter at the quarterback position on on uh, on Thursday night against Dallas. All right, uh, Mark Kingham was full today. Paulson Adebo was full with a concussion. Andrew Dow full with a concussion. So good news there. I'm just hoping that because of again three games in 11 days, the attrition of the injuries, that what we're seeing with Davenport, Passanio, Armstead and Ramshack is keep resting them and they'll go through the walkthrough tomorrow and we'll be ready for Thursday. That's all you can hope for. Uh, look, it's hard to play against that offensive line right now. Uh, Ruiz is not the guy that they thought he was going to be coming out of college. Uh, that is a pick where they should have went either linebacker, okay, or wide receiver, and they didn't do it. Um, you look at, at Armstead, obviously he's been often injured, but when he's in, the, even, even in, he's a guy that plays through pain, and Ramshack normally does. That's why it's concerning that, that he's been out. Kamara coming back would be an incredible boost, but look, we've seen Kamara injured before, right? He'll come back and play, but he's 80% of Kamara. So, you know, he's not going to be the spectacular Kamara that we're all uh, accustomed to. Ingram, again, has been a big physical runner for him. We'll see how that plays out. Odebo's played well. He's kind of splitting time with Roby right now at that cornerback position. Uh, but that's why they brought Roby in, right? Well, they brought him in the start, but at the same time, uh, they got some depth back there. And I mentioned in the first hour, let me tell you something right now. Dallas has got some weapons, man. They got some real weapons on the outside. And they're not afraid to go man-to-man. They're not afraid for you to play the zone, the crossing routes. These guys get open, they catch the football, and then, they, again, there's yards you have to catch. So the Saints have their work cut out for them in the, in the second and third levels of the defense. And then you, and then you got Dak, who is, is back. I mean, he is. He can roll out. He can throw on the run. Uh, I've been so impressed with the, his, his pinpoint accuracy. And, 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 his, and again, look, he's just, he's, he believes that, again, he could fit the ball in, a lot like Jameis Winston uh, in, in his time over at, um, over at Tampa Bay. But um, he's a hell of a quarterback. And, and I, again, you, you shake your head to say uh, LSU missed on him. Uh, well, you know, the, when you look at the pros, not a lot of people, myself included, thought he'd be as good as he is in the pros. He's a hell of a quarterback, period, the end. Saints have their, Saints have their hands full in, in a must-win for both teams. Now, the good news for the Saints is Dallas is dealing with COVID-19 uh, protocols right now. Obviously, McCarthy's not going to coach. They lost their offensive line coach, uh, the assistant offensive line coach, uh, steal the right tackle. Amari Cooper's not been cleared yet. 
So, again, uh, both teams are suffering with, with injuries. Uh, Saints have gone through this COVID-19 stuff twice. We had a Carolina game this year and then uh, last year against Detroit, so we know what it's all about. Pelicans last night, 123-104 over the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, they are now 6-17 and 17 on the season. I know you're yawning, right? Don't yawn. Here's the deal. Two of three on this road trip, beating, the, beating, beating Utah in one of those games uh, with, with Deontay's last second uh, shot there. Uh, they are, when they've won f- uh, three of their last four. They're five and five in their last ten. So this was the most complete game of the season last night from tip to final horn. And there's no doubt about it. Okay, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting there watching the game, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting on them to implode. And they didn't, okay? Uh, they didn't blow the second-half lead like I thought they were going to do. Again, they played solid basketball all the way through. And it's different. You see the difference in this team. You know, the, 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 they're playing like they're competing for minutes within the rotation themselves now. You know, I mean, look, this is why, again, I said David Griffin needs to stay out of what's going on in the court. You know, this, you know, you gotta play Jackson Hayes, you've gotta play Kyra Lewis, you gotta play the young players. They gotta I've said this since last year, okay, with Stan Van Gundy. You, you have to earn those minutes. And if you're giving players minutes simply because you drafted them and you and you're trying to be able to make sure that again they get an opportunity to play because you you're you're on the line because of again you drafted them, it's the wrong it's the wrong plan. It's the wrong game plan. Okay? Um, there's no doubt these kids need experience. But you have, it has to be done competitively. And you see the difference over the last five games or so, all right? The, the, even, even in the way, they're, uh, again, they're, they're reacting. Everybody's into the game. Uh, you see the, the ball is moving. They play their best when they, when they have ball movement. The shot selection, when they're out there, again, giving up good shots for great shots. They did that again last night. You see the energy on offense. The tempo is up. This team is so much better when the tempo is up. And then, again, competitive on both ends. Uh, and a lot of that is because of Herb Jones, okay, the energy that Herb Jones brings. He's an intelligent player. He's a coach's son. That's first and foremost. He's got a high basketball IQ like you've never seen in, in, in a, in a second-round pick uh, coming to, coming to uh, the, the, the Pels. Look, he's not the greatest shooter in the world, but he understands angles on, on the court. He knows where he needs to be on offense. He's the guy that is tapping the ball out. He's getting the rebound. He's doing the little things on the offensive end. And now he's starting to feel more comfortable with his shot. On the defensive end, He's one of those players, and you know him, okay, where the ball finds them, okay? You know why? Because he's always moving, always got his hands in passing lanes. Because of his activity, the ball seems to find him, and he's a catalyst, okay? When he's, on, when he's in the game on the defensive end, that turns into extra possessions and easy baskets on the offensive end uh, for the Pels. So let me tell you something. This is a guy that deserves to be in the starting lineup, that when Zion comes back, when he comes back either now, before Christmas, whenever he comes back, okay, Herb Jones needs to stay in the, in the starting lineup. The other guy is the other catalyst, and that's Josh, that's Josh Hart, okay? He does it with more of a one-on-one attacking the style, uh, you know, in terms of defensive and all at the basket, but he's smart and he's unselfish. But the big guy last night was incredible. Valanchunas had seven straight from three in the first half, he went seven of eight. He had again uh, in in, uh, in in threes uh, overall. Um, he had he had thirty nine points. He had fifteen rebounds, and he was absolutely dominant last night uh, against the Clippers. Let me say this right now: I don't know if it's a turning point for this team. I don't. I can honestly say I do not know if it's a turning point for this team. But I'm telling you, they're playing better, 
and there seems to be a more competitiveness between the players themselves on trying to jockey for minutes. You don't see guys at the end of the bench that are, you know, okay, give them, give them the golf clap when they come to the bench. No, the guys are into it. And that's something to be said for a team that's 6-17. and 17. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, they seem to have the Clippers number. They, they, they played well, like I said, over the last four, four to five games. Let's see if they can sustain this. And then what happens when Zion comes back? And then how does, again, the, 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 really the, the, the whole chemistry of the team changes because he's such a ball-dominant player when he hits the floor. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to have uh, Glenn Gilbo from Outkick.com. We'll get his take on what happened with the LSU job with Brian Kelly. If, and by the way, if you're tuning in saying, E, you're not talking about Brian Kelly. Had a monologue on Brian Kelly on the, the beginning of the show today. If you don't mind, for those, uh, those 5 o'clockers that are coming in, because we have a limited amount of time because of the UNO basketball, check out the podcast and all the podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base, and you'll get my thoughts on, again, the incredible move by Scott Woodward of getting Brian Kelly to leave Notre Dame to come to LSU. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Uh, if you need help, air conditioning system, heating system, uh, generators, uh, you, you're looking for somebody that can help you with your electrical needs, putting up a ceiling fan. I mean, Burkhardt is really your one-stop shop for anything you need. All you got to do is go to their website, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and, of course, they'll let you know everything that they're involved in, including, again, electrical repair and inspection and testing, uh, outdoor lighting, uh, that APCO whole home treatment system, uh, really a one-stop shop, but more than anything, a trustworthy company. Their name means everything. Uh, at Bur- Burkhardt, it's a family-owned and operated company, again, where John Burkhardt started. He was the dad. His wife, Kathy, works in the office. His sons, Jason and Josh, are in the field, one of those 15 trucks. Uh, so, again, truly family-owned and operated. Not only that, when you become a technician at Burkhardt, you don't leave, Okay. Uh, that they, it's a family-type atmosphere that, again, that treats their employees like family and their customers like family as well. For a company you can trust, it's Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hey, everybody, this is Jason Aldean. This is Carrie Underwood. Back, back to back. Live in Las Vegas. Now that's big. You and your three besties. Jet set to Send City. You'll get hotel to crash in, tickets to see Jason Aldean, and you'll see Carrie Underwood the next night. Plus, Plus, Jason will stop by your hospitality suite and play a few songs before the show. Listen weekdays for the national keyword for your chance to win. Prizes provided by Broken Bow Records. This report is sponsored by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Look out for delays that are going to be heavy on 10 eastbound from just from Loyola to the airport, and then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high-rise. If you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection and the Pontchartrain Expressway, look out for delays that are steady from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe-Howard Avenue exit. Also look out for delays on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal, picking back up from Bonneville to the airport. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. Where can I get a nice cold beer and a view of the hottest girls in town? Nowhere else but Visions Men's Club serving $2 beer all day and all week long. Beat the heat and inflation at Visions on Dalman Road, where all the smart locals go. Your bachelor party headquarters open from 11 a.m. until the cock crows. Traffic is brought to you by Visions Men's Club, serving $2 beer all day and all week long. 
On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hey, it's hunting season for a lot of you guys out there that love to hunt. And don't forget about my friends over at uh, Southern Tire. If you want to add more ground clearance or, again, enjoy new terrains, you want to improve the ride handling and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV, Southern Tire has the answer with, again, with lift and leveling kits. They are the experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has a lift kit for your vehicle. Their suspension lift kits will increase, increase ground clearance pardon me, and also uh, performance of your vehicle as well. Want to find out more? Give them a call. They are hands-on. They'll answer your questions at 504-737-1558. Uh, you can schedule an appointment there. Also, again, you go to southerntire.com. Check out all the services they provide for their customers, including, again, a diagnostic page. you got an issue with your, with your car. Put the trouble into the, into the diagnostic page, and it'll tell you uh, what, what, what the issue is. And you can bring in a Southern Tire, and one of the ASE certified uh, mechanics can be able to fix that for you using, again, the latest diagnostic equipment uh, that the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. All right, um, Let's turn our attention to my good friend Glenn Gilbo, who's with us weekly on the program. He, he writes now for Outkick. It's a great uh, a website for you. And 
Well, I tell you what, he's kind of expanded. Every time I turn around, he's got a new article up for you. Uh, you can always check out his articles at LSU B-Tweet, but also my social media platforms. I'm always tweeting out or, again, forwarding on, on Facebook um, uh, Glenn's articles. Glenn Gilbo joins us on the program now. Glenn, how are you? Good evening. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm doing great, Glenn. Glenn, uh, thanks for the time today. I know it's a very, very busy day for you. First of all, did you see Brian Kelly? On, did, I mean, did you see it coming? No. No, I tell you, you know, you've always been nice to me about giving me credit and everything, but uh, I didn't do a good job on this search, man. I uh, I talked to the wrong people, and uh, I found out the right person to talk to a little too late and didn't talk to that person enough. But, no, I uh, – I did not see Brian Kelly coming, and when I first heard about it, I didn't really believe it, and uh, so I kind of I kind of dropped the ball there. But I, th- I think it is a uh, I think it's a very good hire. Um, I don't think it's as good a hire as Lincoln Riley would have been, but I still think it's a home run hire. I mean, you you go in and get the sitting Notre Dame coach that hadn't happened since 1907. Um, you know that's. And this guy's been to the national championship game once and the, and the college football playoffs twice in the last few years. And he's, uh, he's averaging, you know, 10, 11 wins a year at a place that wasn't winning much before him, wasn't, wasn't in the mix. Uh, he's, he's a solid, solid home run hire, I would say. I agree. I, I said it earlier. You don't, you don't leave Notre Dame. Notre, Notre Dame fires you or you retire from Notre Dame. Exactly. I mean, it's just, you know, you just don't. I mean, so this is a coup right there on top of that. And then, you know, he just checks so many boxes for, for a, an unstable situation at LSU. That's a good point. That's the best point. Like, you know, he, he's kind of stodgy on offense. Um, they have game management quarterbacks which that's not going to fly in the SEC. He's, he's going to have to up his recruiting there. And really, his offensive coordinators have not been that impressive and have not gone to better places. And the one he has now, Tommy Reeves, is kind of a young guy who's really just kind of getting started out. And his defensive coordinator is great. Um, Marcus Freeman, you know, Ed Orgeron tried to hire him last year. So I have problems with that offense. And, uh, you know, we're back in the same situation where he's kind of a CEO coach and he's always going to be hiring a coordinator, you know, unless he can get one some to stick. That's why I would have preferred Lincoln Riley and his offense, his progressive, younger, more um, modern offense and better quarterback. But the thing about Brian Kelly that LSU needs is he's just a freaking football coach. And... He, you know, Les and Ed were kind of personality-driven and kind of did things by the seat of their pants, you know. And that, that was fun and that, that worked. But I, I think they, Brian Kelly is more like Nick Saban than the last two LSU coaches. Okay, this is kind of a, kind of a tight Nick Saban-type coach who's, who's all business and is going to be better at roster management and player development, which has been the two main problems under Les and Orgeron. Through your sources, was Lincoln Riley uh, offered the job and did he turn it down? Uh, or was this Kelly's job all along and it was just kept quiet? It, it was not Kelly's job all along. Uh, they have been talking to him longer than uh, I think people realize. 
Uh, from what I understand today, you know, they, they've been in contact with them since early November. But, uh, you know, and this, this is where it gets tricky, you know. Lincoln Riley, LSU can say he didn't turn down the job because they didn't offer it to him. But that's because Lincoln Riley was never interested in it, okay? But LSU was very interested in him. Well, if you know the guy's not interested, you know, you, you know you don't have a shot. I mean, they may have offered it to him. They may have offered it to Jimbo. But Jimbo Fisher and, and Lincoln Riley, they were never interested in the job for, for that long. Jimbo never, I think Lincoln maybe for a few minutes. What I was told is, you know, had some brief talks with Riley. But, and Raleigh wasn't interested. But that doesn't mean Raleigh wasn't a major target for LSU. And they would have liked to have hired him, but he was kind of USC the whole time. Okay? So, so in that sense, I, you know, I, I don't believe that, that Brian Kelly was their only choice. That's a bunch of spin. They wanted uh, Jimbo Fisher, and then they wanted Lincoln Riley, and they got Brian Kelly, and that's, that is a heck of a hire. Well, I think it's the best third choice that they've ended up with. I mean, the, the, uh, Les Miles was the third choice. Ed Ogeron was the third choice. If this was really the third choice, this is the best third choice they've ever ended up with. Well, there's no question about that. He's the most accomplished coach they've ever hired at the time of the hiring. You know, that's, that's not even close. Uh, you know, because, uh, you know, Coach Saban was, did not have a great record when he was coming from right. Michigan State. Jerry DiNardo had a losing record. Uh, Curly Holman was at Southern Miss with a decent record. You know, this is, uh, you know, Bill Arnsparger was, you know, he didn't have a good record as a head coach at all with the Giants. He was awful. So, yeah, this is far and away uh, the most qualified coach at the time. And, I mean, and, and, you know, he's 60, but over the last five years, he's been at his best at Notre Dame. Uh, wow. You know, 50. Four and thirteen, I think it is something like an almost exact right. same record as mm-hmm. Lincoln Riley the last five years, and uh, he's been in the playoffs and so forth. So, you know, and and the thing about uh, um, him is the same as with uh, Coach Maneri. He's going to find it easier coming to LSU from Notre Dame to recruit great talent real close yes. to campus, and and so it's it's not a reach to think he'll win a national championship pretty quick if he can get to the national championship. Uh, close to it at Notre Dame. Well, let's first of all, ACC type schedule with again with a, with a little bit of a national touch. Uh, so again, it's different than, than going through the uh, SEC West gauntlet and having to deal with the SEC. That's one part of this. But again, what he brings is a coach that can can recruit nationally. We know that again, he's got inroads nationally to, to high schools all over the country, and then big men, something that we don't produce here in Louisiana. Uh, again, the the big offensive lineman, the big defensive lineman, he's got inroads to those type of players on top of the homegrown athletes that we have here in Louisiana. So it seems like a nice mix. My question to you is, when it when it comes to Corey Raymond, Kevin Falk, Mickey Joseph, three of the top recruiters, are they going to be retained? I think the guys with the best chance on that staff to be retained are Corey Raymond and Kevin Falk and possibly Joseph. Um, but after that, um, I, don't, I don't think so. Maybe Greg McMahon because he's done a great job with, with special teams if, you know, if he wants to stay. But, um, you know, I don't, I don't think there's going to be a lot staying 
after that. You make a great point. I mean, he's Brian Kelly has coached in the Midwest his whole life where, where the offensive linemen are yep. and where LSU's always struggled to, to get players. You know, Les Miles was able to get some from up there because of his Midwestern background. But, but Kelly has been there longer. And, and uh, you know, he, he go, he's got to go find those players that can qualify for Notre Dame, too. That's a little more difficult than LSU. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I think he, he uh, you know, he couldn't play with Alabama in the playoffs or Clemson. He couldn't stay close to them. And you say it's easier to get there, but, you know, it might be tougher to get there from the SEC. But once you get there, you've mm-hmm. got a better chance. So, well, you're going to have the athletes that can compete. Exactly. That's been Notre Dame's problem. They, they got big guys. He doesn't have enough athletes to compete with the SEC. Right, right. And he'll get those athletes here, and he'll, uh, and because he'll be better, he'll get to the uh, to the playoffs. And once he gets there, he'll have a better chance than when he was at Notre Dame. Marcus Freeman turned down Ed Ogeron. I said it was because he was on the hot seat. Freeman, uh, again, said that he didn't want to move his, team, his, his family down south. They felt comfortable up north. Uh, supposedly, uh, Kelly's offering Freeman the farm to come with him to LSU. There are some up there that say he may be on the short list to be able to replace him at Notre Dame as the head coach. Uh, what do you think happens with Marcus Freeman? You know, I, I think Marcus Freeman's going to come down to LSU. I really do because uh, I, don't, I don't think Notre Dame's ready to, to promote an assistant coach yet who has no head coaching experience. Uh, you know, they usually hire an established head coach. I mean, Brian Kelly was a very established head coach at the, at Cincinnati and, and really turned that program around, and, and you're seeing the benefits of what he did there mm-hmm. since he left. Um, so I think they're going to find, I think they're going to find, uh, an, a, you know, a head coach, maybe Luke Fickle. And, um, you know, I think um, that, you know, Luke may try to keep him. All and Freeman coached under Fickle, right, at Cincinnati. What, he was Fickle's right. defensive coordinator before he went to Notre Dame. Yes, he was. He was. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, so, so there's a chance he could stay there depending on who who they hire. But, but then, you know, he would have to wait. Not and be and not sure or where he would be, whereas he could yep. be at LSU tonight. You mentioned Reese, the offensive coordinator over at Notre Dame, former quarterback. It was reported today via Twitter that LSU is willing to offer four hundred thousand dollars more than Notre Dame. Uh, but again, I, I again you question whether he's a offensive coordinator their type fit in the SEC. Well, I don't know if, he, if it's a fit thing. He's just not that experienced. And, um, you know, like I said, Kelly has not had great offensive coordinators. And he, he's very involved in the offense, even though he was a defensive assistant coach. But that was decades ago. He's been a head coach yes. since early now. He's kind of more involved in the offense, but he's always had kind of these game management quarterbacks. So I think he needs to find him a uh, SEC-oriented, more experienced, offensive coordinator who can yeah, he's got to get know. a coordinator that can match the athletes that LSU's putting out every year yeah, that's been the biggest exactly. problem with Les Miles that was the biggest gripe with Les Miles sure sure and uh you know um the first one of the first hires they had made was an SEC oriented offensive coordinator mm-hmm. got Fisher. no so doubt that would be that would be the good model uh to go by there for for Kelly um because uh, you know they they got to get some uh, they they got some good quarterbacks coming in so he can, so he's got to find an experienced 
offensive coordinator. You know, we just LSU just had a kind of a rookie offensive coordinator in JT, mm-hmm. and and that didn't work well, and it didn't work no. well on defense until later in the season too. So, yeah, he's got some key hires to make. Talking about Scott Woodward, um, big name hunter is what I call him. Some call him big game hunter. Um, he's delivered. I mean, he may have done it quietly in a lot of cases, but he's delivered. No question about it. And, you know, you know, some, some things that don't get discussed a lot during the coaching search at LSU is, you know, he was kind of handicapped by the Title IX. No doubt. So forth. You know, everybody thinks that. But, but I think something else that hurts LSU that people don't think about is, is Baton Rouge. You know, like when you're trying to hire Tom Holmes, who was their target when they hired or- Orgeron, you were battling Texas. Well, Tom Herman's wife wanted to live in Austin. You know, if you're not from Louisiana, you know, you don't have any ties to Baton Rouge or anything, you're going to pick Austin over Baton Rouge. And, and you're going to pick Los Angeles over Baton Rouge. Huh? No question. No question. Lincoln Riley's from Texas and Oklahoma. And with the kind of money he's making, he can live anywhere he wants in California. You know, so, so you know, that's part of the reason he went there. You know, people say, oh, he doesn't want to play Saban. And that, that's probably partly true. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think the way Lincoln Riley sees it, look, if I'm going to play Saban or if I'm going to play Kirby Smart, it's going to be in the playoffs. I'm not going to play Plus, Saban I think he wants to be a pro coach. And I think well, the sure. catapulting from USC to the pros out of coming out of Los Angeles is easier, easier than Baton Rouge. Yeah, and, and, and in his mind, USC is also a better job than LSU for what I just said, quality of life. Yeah, that's debatable, though, right? Wouldn't you say? I mean, again, when you look at the prestige of both universities, or would you well, give USC the nod? I would give USC the nod mm. for Lincoln Riley because he's an offense. For Lincoln guy. Riley. Okay. That's where all the quarterbacks are. I mean, there's, there's three sure. quarterbacks. From well, that's where he recruits his quarterbacks. Yeah, so that's so that's where he's going to be. Plus, it's it's. I think it's a better job for for most coaches. I think because if you're looking at your your family, it's it's a better place to live. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think that that's thought about much. Now, um, I think uh, you know because most of the people that live in Baton Rouge are from Baton Rouge or from from Louisiana. You know, it's not plus like it's, it's a college town. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, it, it just is. is. Right, right, and. Um, you know, and, and that only comes into play when when a, when a coach has another offer next to LSU. Like, you yes. know, it didn't come into play with Saban because that was the only job offer he had. He's coming from mm-hmm. Atlanta. <laughs> you know, so, right, which is another college town. Exactly, exactly. But, uh, you know, so Tom, Tom Herman and, and Lincoln Riley, I, I can see where they were coming from not being as interested in LSU as LSU fans think because they didn't have any background in Louisiana. Yeah, I got about three minutes left, Glenn. I want to get you to talk about your articles and and I'll kick. But is it mind blowing to think that tonight that maybe there's a possibility and Notre Dame sneaks into the top four, or maybe after the conference championships next week, Notre Dame sneaks in, sneaks into the top four and could be in the mix for a national championship, and the coach walks away? Oh, I know, I know, and and you know what I'm not sure is if. Kelly may have wanted to coach the team, but the athletic director didn't want that. You know, I'm, I'm wondering if Kelly wanted to uh, to continue to coach the team like a lot of coaches do. I mean, he brought mm-hmm. the team there, and, and uh, you know, he deserves credit if they do get into the uh, playoffs, obviously, and he's, he's not going to uh, get to coach that. Uh, but, yeah, and, 
you know, but that, that could help Notre Dame too because there's usually a lift when, when you know, the interim guy uh, comes mm-hmm. in and, and, and takes over. So uh, they, they could definitely be in the top four, uh, you know, next week. Or, uh, right. You know, Plus Kelly's got to stabilize recruiting here. I mean, I know that it was mentioned that uh, Woodward was not worried about recruiting, but you've got a top Louisiana class. And I think that those that are dyed in the wool, Louisiana, LSU guys will be here. But there are some that are wavering. Matter of fact, Eli Ricks this morning on, um, on uh, Jordy Collada's show said he's staying in the transfer portal. So, again, you know, he's got some politicking to do here to try to be able to hold on to this class. And then, of course, the transfer portal goes both ways, getting some transfers, uh, you know, from maybe some other universities in to augment the roster, too. Sure. I mean, it, it, I don't – you know, recruiting is important, but but once you get the coach hired and, and it's a big splash hire that's all over the national headlines today, you know that's going to help recruiting. I mean, he might get some guys you didn't think they were going to get, right? And he might keep keep the guys you, you think they might lose. And plus, you, you got another month with the with the second signing date in, in February. So I don't. I yeah, don't but think- th- th- that second signing period now is is almost become obsolete. I mean, a lot of the big names signed sign in the first uh, period. And that's one of the reasons why I think there was an emphasis to get this thing done, uh, you know, and that's from, from that standpoint, from the recruiting standpoint. Now, again, the other stabilization on that is to hold on to your recruiters, right? You know, uh, the guys that are out there that are making the inroads with these, with these kids to hold on to them with a guy like Kelly coming in. And then eventually you and I are going to be talking about this over the next few weeks. What is his offense? What is his philosophy? What is his defensive philosophy, and who is he going to bring in to be able to execute that for him? Because that's another big key to the situation. It's one thing to get the big name, but now again, we got to see who the staff is going to look like. Yeah, and you know, he and Notre Dame also has to worry about their uh, recruits not transferring sure. or, or or going to re, recommitting to LSU to, to the coaches. Mm-hmm. I would recruit. agree with that, but these a lot of those guys are. Man, they're Notre Dame guys, right? I mean, when you recruit Notre Dame, you're recruiting those kids. They got the academics. Uh, it's a little bit different for those Golden Domers than maybe it would be for somebody, again, from USC or UCLA or, you know, again, some of the other schools out there. Yeah, Just in my you know, I, I tell you, though, coaching changes, there's not as many recruit switches as you think. There's, there's a couple, but, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of kids that go to LSU because of LSU. Because you know? of LSU, right. Yeah, no doubt. Not, no doubt. I think, I For think sure. going to be fine. I think the biggest concern is the offense. Because it's kind of an old school offense. That, yeah, you can't win in the FC today, today with, again, no, three yards in a cloud of dust. It's not going to happen. No, no doubt. No then i got to wrap it up because i got four minutes and i got to go live to UNO basketball. Uh, just quickly, what you got coming up for us? Okay, well, we're up right now on OutKick is uh, five things to know about Brian Kelly. There's some stuff on there you, you might not know. He took a little shot at Les Miles way back. Interesting little comment. <laughs> uh, and uh, then, you know, big column on uh, on Coach Kelly. I'm going to have another column uh, going into the press conference tomorrow on what the main thing that Coach Kelly needs to do, which is roster management, player development. Beautiful. Outkick.com, at LSU Beat Tweet. Thank you, my friend. We'll check next week. Okay, thank you.
All right, if Glenn Gibbo, we'll check in with him on, on, on next week for another edition of Inside New Orleans. All right, thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you checking out the program. Anything that you've missed, you can check on the podcast. Anchor is our home base, but we are everywhere. That podcast will be up about 620 this, this evening. Also want to thank Mike Scarborough, Glenn Gilbo for joining us on the program. Rudy back at studio producing the great sponsors that sponsor this program that make this program happen. Look, it's a simple thing, okay? Uh, I'm in the advertising business also. Uh, if you don't go out and support the sponsors, the sponsors don't support the show, the show doesn't, is not around. So, again, we appreciate you supporting the sponsors. We appreciate the sponsors sticking with this program, in some cases, for the last 20 years. So, again, I'm thankful there. To find out more, go to ericasher.com. This is a nice show the sponsors sponsor our program. Please continue to support those sponsors. And, look, when you go to the sponsor, let them know. Tell them the Big E sent you. Okay? Let them know where you heard of that. That, that helps as well. And so that's it for me. A little, for a little bit of a shortened show today. We'll start all doing it all over again tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock. Remember, Les East joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And that's it for me for, uh, again, another edition of Inside New Orleans. Now we take you live and direct to College Station, Texas, as the UNO privateers take on the Texas A&M Aggies. Until tomorrow at 4 o'clock, my name is Eric Asher. From the dog kit to the governor, they all got to go. Catch the Three Tailgaters show with Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels on Saturday mornings from 10 to noon on 106.1 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans. It's time for New Orleans basketball.